Hello, hello, my fellow imposters. Welcome to the Imposter Project podcast, the safe space for anyone who is self-employed, a small business owner, an entrepreneur, or simply someone doing their own hustle. Here we can talk about all the struggles, anxieties, and difficulties of forging out our own career paths and all the lessons we've learned along the way without anyone mansplaining, boasting, networking, or hashtag girlbossing. This is episode three and I am your host, Hoodie. Today's episode is the first of my interviews. I have got a bunch of them to share with you, all coming at the role of being a self-employed or small business owner from different angles and perspectives. And in this episode, I'm joined with Mia, who runs Mimi's Garms. It's a website selling secondhand, vintage and upcycled clothes. I originally found Mia's Instagram shop just around when I started my business and I was just instantly obsessed with her style and her photography and her modeling. Just chef's kiss amazing. And then I also just started loving her more personal content where she was just so honest and open about struggling with anxiety and mental health on social media and, you know, wanting to keep promoting her shop whilst also not being on social media so much personally, which I so, so relate to and I hope that some of you might as well. As you'll hear, the main thing we're talking about is the influence of social media on our mental health and how we go about dealing with that. I think it's really important to be honest about the detrimental effects of social media on small business owners because, you know, we can't really step back or separate ourselves from it. As much as social media is great in helping us grow and reach our customers, it also means we're constantly on it and constantly comparing ourselves to others. Um, I also just wanted to jump in quickly and explain a bit because Amir and I mentioned some viral TikToks we both have, um, but I just realized we didn't actually explain what they were. They were really not that deep at all. Um, You might think from the way we're talking about it that they were really controversial, but both of them were fashion related. (laughs) Mine was about fashion sense and Mia's was about oversized clothes. So yeah, really not, you know, QAnon levels of controversy over here. Um, So now you'll know what we mean when we touch on that. So without further ado, here is the interview. Right, so I've already recorded like a little intro about you that will come up before this interview, but do you want to give yourself a little introduction and like say who you are and what you do, etc.? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm Mia, and um, well, I did used to kind of run a like sustainable shop online called Mimi's Garms, where I just sell like secondhand clothes, like vintage and whatever I like really yeah um but now at the moment I'm just kind of I moved home after living independently for like four years so I'm just trying to like find my feet again really because it's all changed a lot and I'm running the shop completely different so yeah Yeah. um yeah so one of the things I mainly wanted to talk to you about was just how honest you've been about struggling with social media and you know, running your business online and, you know, comparing yourself with others and all of that. So yeah. do you mind if we talk a bit about that? Sure, yeah. Social media's literally been like, it's a double-edged sword really because it was the main push for my sales because that's how I built like my audience basically. Yeah. Mainly through Instagram. Um, but my mental health in regards to social media was not good at all that's why I've kind of ghosted for a long time now 
in a way, like, I felt like everything was going to be analysed that I did. Yeah. Because I had that presence online, um, which I, it might not have been, but that's just how it started to feel. Because I was so open on my social media, like, I would kind of tell everyone what I was doing and, like, be quite open open about like how I was running things I don't know I kind of started to feel the pressure yeah that does make sense so I follow you on TikTok and Instagram but um I was wondering if you think there's like a difference in how you come across on the different apps like do you feel different pressure on in TikTok than you do on Instagram oh my god I so with TikTok I actually it took me a while to kind of feel like I could be myself on there because I'd spent so long focusing on like my Instagram where Instagram like my Mimi's Garms one was more about like the styling and like fashion sort of stuff I didn't feel like I could be me because I am not my business yeah like people that like my clothes like my business they might not like my personality so it's kind of I had to I felt like I had to keep it separate whereas like TikTok, I'm just a weirdo, like, <laughs> I feel like I don't have to care as much about yeah. what I look like, and I can just, yeah, I can do whatever on there, but I did find it hard to kind of, like, break into that, because when I did a TikTok last year that went a bit viral, I got, like, quite a lot of hate, Yeah, <laughs> and I really struggled with it, I literally, like, deleted TikTok for, like, half a year after that. Oh my god. Yeah, so I I think I think I saw the one you're talking about, which I had like um a kind of controversial video on TikTok that had like 100,000 views. So I can't even imagine yeah. what that would be like with, you know, 1.6 million views, which I think yeah. that video of yours has. I mean, that must be insane having I I don't know about you, but I just feel like with TikTok people just judged you on that singular video without looking at any of your other content which I find so weird like it would take them a few seconds to just look at your other videos and realize oh right that's what she meant um but they don't do they no they don't and like that's the thing with social media as well and and with the sustainable sort of side of things the council culture like I just can't I can't cope with it yeah because it's just so it's just a lot especially for someone I'm very sensitive yeah me too like I try I I say I try not to be but like you can't help it really you do care about what people think of you because if you know that you're you're not trying to be a dick like you don't want people to start thinking you are yeah and you've probably made it harder for yourself because you're like the face of your fashion brand that you model all your things as well so um you are like it is literally you that people see when they're looking at your business so that must also like be quite a lot of pressure at least with mine like I'm not I'm not so front and center with mine all the time but yeah um but I definitely feel that I feel like I would want to delete Instagram if I could personally um but still carry it on for the business but I feel like sometimes that's quite hard to do it is yeah I, I just go through waves of like being really active feeling like because I see it more as like um it sounds bad like I used to find it fun but now I just see it more as a job and like a tool because yeah. it is to, like it is stressful like you have to 
put work into it rather than do it for fun if that yeah. makes sense and I definitely feel like when I'm scrolling on Instagram just for fun, um, I don't even find that enjoyable anymore because I'm always seeing similar businesses or similar people and thinking, oh, maybe I should be doing that. I should be looking like that. That's it. So you can't yeah, even I'm... use it as like a fun thing as an outlet anymore because you're just constantly yeah, seeing thing, things. Like, you just get lost in, like you were saying, the comparison thing. I find that I'm more... I find more success when I just sort of be free and kind of let myself go and like just go wherever the sort of wind takes me without overthinking everything but because I am an overthinker when I'm looking at other people and I'm looking at what everyone else is doing I think I'm being productive but actually it's it's so counterproductive yeah definitely and um, I think it's cool, though, that you've started showing, like, more of your art and, like, more of your, you know, like, conspiracy <laughs> views and stuff like that. I think I think that's really cool yeah. that you're showing more of that because I, I do think that people respond to, to individuals and, like, individual personalities and stuff, which I think TikTok has opened up a bit more of that. Yeah, I've always sort of... That's another thing with um, the sustainable community, I feel like a lot of people have very strong opinions but I have my own strong opinions that maybe a lot of people wouldn't agree with and I've always kind of more over time like I've kind of felt like I don't want to even bother putting them out there because I just know that people will want to argue with them (laughs) and I can't be bothered like I'm not interested in debating or whatever like I yeah I just I'd rather my creative side be out there and then if people want to get to know that side of me I let them but yeah it's a bit intimidating putting it out there yeah I've always wanted to like like I always wanted to do YouTube and stuff but I just don't think I could hack like the hate (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's hard you do have to I for like as I said I had that one kind of controversial video and initially initially I was like Um, debating with every single person that commented I was like going in on each one and then eventually I was just like this is ridiculous I think you responded really well oh good thanks I I was really taken off guard because I really didn't think it was controversial at all I thought it was kind of an obvious thing to say um so when like people were stitching it and stuff and I was just like what I did not think what I said was that interesting um But yeah, it's it's hard once it gets into the really big numbers of people debating it. Like you can't argue with every single person. Yeah. Um, yeah no. So yeah, I've got to have a thick skin. I think another thing that like um, sort of plays into it with me is because I grew up like on social media from a very young age, and I would use it. I I was one of those people that would argue with people for fun (laughs) I would use Twitter I would literally it was just my outlet for like my negative energy so I understand why people do it because I kind of came from a place like that yeah Um, but I think it triggers me because it reminds me of like my past and I'm like oh god like I came away from all of that for a reason yeah oh that's interesting actually that you've kind of seen it a bit from both sides yeah yeah 
But I guess it does make you wonder, like, all those people that get so angry about, like, a 30-second video, they must really have a lot going on personally as well. That's it, yeah. Like, I think... And that's that's useful for, like, for the platforms because they, like, they know that controversy is what sort yeah. of gets popular. Yeah, I mean, so... I've... I keep on, like, posting these videos about my theories about TikTok, but I really think that they deliberately show you like only a few comments and you can't you can't like read the comments the whole way through and like all the comments are very short and I think it is just to create controversial videos and like just so that people can misunderstand each other in the comment section deliberately um yeah I do think that TikTok does thrive on controversy um yeah definitely so like as creators you do just have to keep that in the back of your mind of you know, this isn't necessarily anyone's fault. It's just the algorithm, you know, making us all hate each other. Yeah, that's it. You have got to remember that, but at the same time, that just that that in itself annoys me because I'm like, well, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> um, why has it got to be like that? <laughs> okay, so I thought I'd also put in some like little self-employed questions as well. Um, yeah. So, if you had to give your younger self any advice about before you started um would you do anything differently um well when I was younger I didn't even know really anything about self-employment I didn't even know everything that I've done has just sort of happened like I didn't really plan any anything I like at school you just assume that you're gonna go into a job or whatever yeah and because I did art I've never known like I've always felt lost I've never known what I want to do because I know that I won't enjoy anything um so I don't know I probably would have if I could talk to my younger self I'd be like don't worry you will find your feet because creative people do get places on their own and you can do it yourself like you don't have to have a job do you know what I mean yeah yeah it's interesting that you bring up school I really think um schools in our country we need to talk more about being self-employed or the opportunity to start your own business or if you're creative to sell your work I feel like I don't know about your school but mine just didn't talk about it as an option mine was very much like you're gonna go to university you're gonna do a regular career and no one even talks to you about like you could do something else that's it and like I went to a business and enterprise school that's what they called themselves so yeah why I have no idea why they didn't even talk about anything like that that's actually really funny so did I (laughs) and and they also didn't talk about business and enterprise even though that was on all of the all of the branding of the school was like we'll talk about business and enterprise but like did they no literally and like I had to find my own feet on my own like because I was living on my own um like my parents didn't really like give me any advice I just sort of had to figure it out for myself so I don't know I probably would have um I would have advised myself maybe at uni to like actually make use of the services that they had because I really didn't I would just avoid everyone and everything (laughs) at all costs because I'm just such an anxious mess but yeah they really they're there to help you like they will help you and the only reason that I found that out was because I did a um I did a placement like with the um the employment team and they were like really helpful yeah that is true that is good to know 
yeah I'd probably encourage people to do that do you think people have any misconceptions about you or your business but yeah do you think people yeah go on I think people well I, I get this a lot people that I end up being friends with have all said that I'm intimidating before they get to know me mm. which I've always found really weird because I'm so shy and awkward <laughs> <laughs> um, I think people think I'm a lot more confident than I actually am um, literally just because of Instagram probably yeah I, I do think there's like different types of confidence and you've clearly got confidence where it's like you can pose and take amazing photos but like that's not necessarily confidence in in like other parts of your life yeah but also that that just posing and stuff has taken me a lot to like feel comfortable with I really had to work at being confident at that because I still feel really awkward in front of a camera I, re- I never would have guessed that actually <laughs> No, I'm I'm literally the most awkward person ever. Um, but people don't look at me and think that because of Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad you say that because that is kind of the whole point of this podcast that I wanted to get out there is like, I do think people have a misconception of people who run their own businesses or people who are small business owners and stuff of like, you have to be amazing at everything. You have to be super confident and something I've realized doing it is like a lot of us are very awkward a lot of us are feeling nervous the whole time but we're still managing to do it so I think if we like if we spread that to younger people then they'll feel more confident to be able to do that too that's it and I I actually think that um a lot of people that are self-employed probably go down that route because well if they're anything like me they might not get on well in normal sort of job environments because they are kind of awkward and stuff like I don't know I I could never be in like an office or anything because I just feel like I can't put up with people like that I like being self-employed because I like my own company yeah yeah that is true (laughs) no it's true I do think people who like might have been awkward at school or not felt that school was for them are more likely to try to do their own thing but yet we don't really see that reflected in you know media for small for small business owners and stuff you don't really see that no all you see is like the apprentice where they're (laughs) they have to be really really brave yeah but it's not like that yeah or like dragon's den where they're all like really intimidating but that's not how it is (laughs) in an ideal world do you have any aims for how you'd like to see your career or your business continue yeah in an ideal world i would i would want to get to the point where i can afford to pay someone to do my admin because the worst part of like running a business is literally like for example when I was doing Depop like the one thing that makes me the most anxious is the messages and like dealing with customers I know that sounds bad like to be fair it's not always bad like a lot of people are really lovely and that they're fine but um I don't know it just does get a bit overwhelming sometimes when you are doing all of your own admin as well as all of the creative work mm-hmm. um yeah I, I would want to get to the point where like I can maybe hire people but I'm so unorganized as well I, I like that's the one thing that stresses me out the most because I have such bad organization skills like 
I just feel like I would need someone else to do that. Yeah, you need to have like a PA. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I hope that does happen for you. I don't see why it wouldn't. I hope so, but I'm going to have to figure out how to get there first. So thanks so much to Mia for chatting to me about all of this. As always, I think it is so important to pull back the curtain on small businesses and chat about our struggles and support one another with all of that. And at the same time, pulling back the curtain on what it's like to be on social media and to have a shop on social media. Um, I think a lot of us might only know each other um, through social media in these like small business circles. Um, And we might all be going through the same thing behind the scenes, but Um, to the outside world we all look very polished and sometimes intimidating so it's good to know that we're all kind of in the same boat Um, if you've got anything that you wanted to say and if you'd like to join in the conversation with any comments or questions on anything we've touched on you can get in touch with me so message me privately or publicly at the thrifty thinker on instagram or tiktok and you can email me at the imposter project pod at gmail.com and I'm going to put all of that info in the notes and also make sure that you go and support Mia um, on all of her various social medias um, you can follow Mimi's Gums on Instagram and I'll link that as well and also make sure you check out her TikTok for some more of her like original content and get to know her personally a bit better uh, feel free to suggest any topic you'd be interested in hearing about thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode bye